And there, I, I mean, Jack is on the ball. I understand waiting Jack. for makeup on this episode. <laughs> Kit Drew better step up his game. <laughs> no, no, I no, will Jack. get cat ears. Motherfucker, don't you mm-hmm. even tempt me. You know, it's you've, gonna been, happen. you've been threatening that for a couple of months, and we still haven't seen any cat ears. So I'm, <sighs> I'm pressing that X button. I'm doubting you know that you'd ever have to step up. You know what? I'm doing it now. That's because you said I'm not going to. So now I have to. There's I have I have no choice. I, I think, I'll believe it when I see it. You'll never do it. Didn't you wear cat ears on the last episode, Crystal? Luna? No. 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 <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> then again, that was what, four years ago? Five years ago. Yeah. June June seventeenth, two thousand eighteen. Oh my gosh. So just about five years ago. Almost five years, yeah. It's been a while. Holy yeah, cow. I think no. it was episode thirty-five, according to what you said. Um, I don't know. Where's my screenshot? Uh, yes, episode thirty-five. Yes, we're talking about. Let's see. Uh, first podcast on the docket tonight. We have government-run gold depository copywriting, possibly ending memes in the EU. Pizza and potholes. I think we were talking about Domino's doing potholes. Yep. Uh, housing taxes. Social Security, Medicare going bust, and Seattle's homeless tax. Yeah. Oh, so Medicare was in the news back then for going bankrupt, too. It's always going bankrupt. Ban- like, <laughs> Medicare going bankrupt <laughs> is right up there with, like, climate change yeah. and gun control. Yeah. It's, it's a, and immigration. It's a talking point. It's absolutely a talking point. It's insolvent, but the whole thing is insolvent anyway. So it doesn't Don't you matter. remember Al, Al Gore's whole, let me tell you about oh, a friend God. of mine. Her name is Etta Munson. She's a 93-year-old widow living on Social Security in Sparta, Tennessee. My woman uh, never aged. <laughs> but Al Gore look, still wore roller ass out. And... <laughs> yes, yes. She's been dead for three years, and he's like, let me tell you about a friend of mine. <laughs> if, she's, if she's been dead for three years, she, he's got her vote. He definitely does. That's fair. <laughs> oh. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me first remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the use and the reuse of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for government and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That's B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We're also covered by Brandenburg v. Ohio 1969, which ruled that the government cannot punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is, quote, directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. Therefore, everything said here on Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion is entirely have <laughs> that got away from me at the end there. What happened there? You were doing great right up until you hit that brick wall. I hit one of those potholes, man. <laughs> Entirely hypothetical. Uh, I think this is episode two. Some what did I say it was? What's that? It was oh, two sixteen. Two sixteen. Um, and we have my best friend, Miss Luna from Anarchy Among or Anarchy Among from <laughs> Anarchist <laughs> Beauties. Hi. She's hanging out with us for a little bit tonight. Not for the whole night. Probably. We'll see if yeah. we can. Make her stick around. We'll see. Yeah. No, sorry. I'm I'm old. <laughs> it's been a long five years since the last show. 
You've been sitting there for five years. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> waiting, <laughs> waiting to be back on the show. It is that good. The experience. It was that good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes, Jack. Ever. I stick kiddos. I am the old. I'm the elder statesman. I'm allowed to use words like kiddos. <laughs> Did I use the word I kiddos? Really, really am not that far behind you, Jason. Uh, but you'll never catch up to me, will you? <laughs> not until, not unless you beat me to the hole. Fucking youngster. <laughs> oh. Let's see. Uh, no this is definitely get... a nice change of pace versus l- working on a goddamn truck all weekend. What were you doing? You were doing uh We replaced the entire power steering system on an Explorer. Ew. Why? Uh, because the rack and pinion decided to um, split in the pressure chamber. I ever tell you the oh. story about, about how we bent the frame on a Ford Explorer? No, but I'd love to hear it sometime. <laughs> uh, 96, 95 Ford Explorer, uh, primer gray, four-wheel drive. And uh, we were in this spot up in Butte County. Um, it was essentially called the Mud Pits. But it was like a, a state-designated off-road area. And we got down in this wash and uh, got to where the mud was too deep. We couldn't, we couldn't keep going. So the only way out was to, like, go up the side of the wash. And uh, we tried to go up it, and we couldn't go all the way up it. So we backed up, back down, and my brother's like, how do we do this? I said, just fucking floor it. Just floor it. <laughs> and so we Full floored send. it. Full send. Full send. And it went up, and the, the front tires came over the edge, and it high-centered on the middle of the frame. And uh, the back the back door, when we got out of it, um, the back door at the top had about a two-inch gap. Like, we oh. bent the frame that much out of place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a little... I don't know if that's going to buff out. Uh... <laughs> Man, I thought it was bad when we did that with a Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Well, well see, you know... I don't have those kinds of problems with my car, so that's, that's because car, you wouldn't things. take your car off road. Your car's allergic to mud. That's fancy. Well, yeah, but no, I'm just saying, like, I don't have to replace an entire power steering system because uh, I have a nice car now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> new car, new hat, new was new it, was ego it new watch. Is that what it was? No, new no, necklace. Yeah, my new my new guillotine blade necklace. Yeah, he's in a midlife crisis. That was a choker <laughs> not that long ago. It was not a choker. All right, so the other one is is was pretty much a choker because I didn't pay attention to the length of chain I ordered. I'll give you that, but chokers and cat ears. You got something you want to tell us? <laughs> Don't make him ooh no. again, please. <laughs> I will. We ooed like the whole last episode. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. That's that is the quality content that people tune into us for. I'll have you know. <laughs> not, not according to the numbers, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> but we had fun, so what the heck? That's all that matters to me. So, so uh, you don't have much time, so let's just get into it. Uh, tell us what is Anarchist Beauties, and and why are you here? Uh, Anarchist Beauties was founded in 2016. Originally, it started off as a meme page, and it was this entire concept that we were memeing pretty girls to get people's attention attention to um, learn about anarchism. You see a pretty girl, you're going to stop, you're going to read whatever's on the page. Um, 
So it kind of started with that idea, and I really didn't expect anything to come of it. It was just for fun. Um, well, over the last several years, it's grown and grown and grown, and now we're at almost 60,000 followers. We've actually only got about 400 followers to go, and we'll break that 60K mark. Um, I brought on a bunch of new women to the admin team, a lot of wonderful women, such as like Amanda Rose, um, Lily. Amanda Rochettes. Um, yeah, Rockwitz. Yep. Yeah. So she's on there with us. Um, I still have Lexi, one of my original admins mm -hmm. who's been with me since the get-go. Uh, we decided to shift gears. Um, we are no longer going to be just a meme page. We recorded our first podcast uh, yesterday. So we're pretty excited about that. And it's an introduction to all of the beauties who run Anarchist Beauties. There's, um, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's about a dozen of us now. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, like herding cats, huh? Uh, yeah. Actually, you know, it's mm -hmm. such a peaceful environment. Like, we never have any kind of arguments or anything else. It's smooth going. Um, which is funny because we do all have very different philosophies. Um, but we all agree on the general basis of, let me close that there. Sorry. Um, we all agree on the general basis of what anarchism is, mm -hmm. which is, um, voluntary consent. It is do unto others. It is, um, don't hurt people and don't touch their stuff. So we all agree on that. Um, one of the other beautiful women that I brought on recently was Brittany from Anarcho Milf. We're very excited to have her too. Yeah, I was just going to make that comment. I see a Sheller asked about her. And so we've we've got a really fantastic group of women. Uh, this first podcast is going to be an introduction to all of the women, as well as our various viewpoints, our various philosophies. Um, me specifically, and I'm only speaking for myself, I'm not speaking on behalf of them because, like I said, we all do have various viewpoints. Um, I'm very much, I play a trad wife, <laughs> stay-at-home mom, gentle parenting type of anarchist. So, um, it's why most... we, it's why we, it's why we vibe. Yeah. <laughs> So mostly what I bring to the table is my knowledge with that and my passion for changing the future. And by changing the future, it's by raising the future. And that begins with teaching our children about voluntarism. And the best way to do that is by allowing them the same respect that we give other adults. So they learn it by us showing them. That's mm -hmm. that's my big thing. <laughs> yeah, And you do you do homeschool? Yes, I do. Yeah, right, it's you... homeschool slash unschool. So it's yeah. because of where we live, we're in a very highly regulated area. Um, so there's only so much that I can technically do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for the most part, she we do unschool um, mm -hmm. our kids. And they honestly, they learn phenomenally on their own. Um, children only need kind of basic guidance mm -hmm. and they will thrive. And all you have to do is give them the tools and they'll, they'll get there. Yeah. Like, um, uh, with Tia, with your, your youngest, mm -hmm. who's just absolutely phenomenally intelligent Yes, <laughs> and, cr and creative yeah, and, and compassionate and empathetic. You, mm -hmm. I mean, you, you send me videos all the time and you, you post some, some of the videos, yeah. but just like this girl is just so intelligent. That it just it blows me away, and that is a result of allowing her 
to grow at her own pace, to learn at her own pace, to mm-hmm. to the, the the compassionate parenting. Yes. Right. Taking her time. You're not making her sit down for six hours and read a book and and doing all this other stuff. Like, it, you know, learning is playing. Yes. And she has Children learn through play. Incredible. Big time. Yeah. And it's not even just the little ones, like the big ones. Mm-hmm. If you make learning fun, they're never going to stop learning. They're going to keep going for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's what's coming? What's ahead on the podcast? Uh, I know you you had a list that you showed me before. <laughs> Yeah. So um, after we release this first episode of our introduction to our girls, we are going to have a couple of short videos after that for a couple of our girls who couldn't make it to the call. And then our second episode is going to be um, the girls, the crypto girls in privacy, the privacy. (laughs) I will reword that. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I mean that's a different uh, kind of podca- podcast at yes. that point uh, but, yeah. <laughs> well, we are going to be discussing um privacy cryptos and we're not going to get into the techie side of it because lord knows mm-hmm. there's enough of that um <laughs> that we'll, you, don't, we'll, you don't want to explain z snark no i don't <laughs> i i would rather discuss why it's important mm-hmm. And why it's needed, and bring a, shed a little bit of light on it. Yeah. So I'm going to bring in other women from other popular privacy coins, such as Darrow and Monero, and we're going to sit down and we're going to explain it in a way that even a normie would understand. So, like I said, I don't want to get into the tech, the technology of it. I I don't want to go near it with a ten foot pole. <laughs> I just want to explain why it's important and why we have these options. <laughs> and this is not to say that I don't like gold or silver because I do. <laughs> but I think the I think um, everyone likes gold. Yeah. <laughs> um, but after that, I think the podcast we decided that was going to be coming after that is possibly going to be on um, all the various voluntarist type charities. So, there's actually a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to focus on just a couple of them and shed some light on what volu- the good that voluntarists are doing in the community because it's not really talked about very often and it should be. Um, following re- reference to uh, to VIA, right? Yep, voluntarism in action. action. Yep, and then um, the gentleman who runs libertarian uh, Liberty Memes, he actually runs a huge mm-hmm. charity where they are funding wheelchair vans. Mm-hmm. So they are going to be, um, I already invited him. He is game on to come on the podcast and talk about it. Um, I'm very excited for that one. Uh, Lily is also going to join us on that one and talk about the orphanage down in Acapulco. So I'm very excited for that episode too. And then after that, we're going to have all kinds of goodies like homesteading and just we're going all out. (laughs) So and something else I wanted to talk about, too, that's exciting that's coming to Anarchist Beauties is that we are I'm currently building the website for it. This website will have mm-hmm. blogs and vlogs. Um, it'll also have um, all different genres. So we're talking from liberty to um, entrepreneurship to uh, homemaking and recipes, gentle parenting, um, homesteading, uh, 
philosophy. We're going to have all, all these different genres. We're also going to have a marketplace on there, which will list every single anarchist business that comes to us. So all you got to do is scroll through it and you can click on a link and it'll take you to that person's website so that we can support each other. And also, <laughs> we are going to have a teens corner for teens. So it's going to be blogs written by teens for teens. And we will also offer a kids corner kind of thing that will have um, book suggestions. It will also have printables. Sorry. Little twins. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll have printables, arts and crafts, um, various things for, for the littles to do too. So we're kind of just covering all the different bases and kind of outstretching. And it's definitely going to be directed more for women, but absolutely not only for women. And uh, where, where can people find that? What are the, what are the, the let's get some links out there. Uh, the website is going to be the, the anarchistbeauties.com, but it's not even put together yet. So yeah. I, <laughs> you can find us on YouTube at The Anarchist Beauties. Um, you can also find us on Odyssey at the same. It's at The Anarchist Beauties. On Twitter, you can find us at Anarchist, B-E-A-U-T, the number one. Yeah. And on Facebook, of course, Anarchist Beauties. And I've been posting an image where it has all of our social medias on it. So if you just go to our Facebook or our Twitter, you can find it on there and you'll be able to find us all on, on all these other socials. Yeah, we have those uh, scrolling at the bottom and they are linked uh, on. Oh, the, you're fantastic. The... <laughs> I'm on top of this. You know, you knew I was going to do you right. Come on now. <laughs> well, thank There's you. a reason we bill ourselves as the most professional. We are, in fact, the most no. professional podcast that you will ever see. No. Well, I'll say the most fun. So, uh, <laughs> fair enough. Jack had a question. Jack runs um, uh, Made in Anarchy. You know, you okay. know Jack. Yeah. He wants to know how do you how do you keep from getting throttled uh, on the Facebook reach? Like how how do you keep building? Like because because you you're constantly building. Yes. Right on 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 the the Facebook page. It's constantly growing, constantly growing, constantly. It's 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 insane how how fast this page is growing. Because like it took it took Wolf a decade, a decade to get to that level, to get mm -hmm. to that many that, and then and then they deleted us. Well, yeah. it, it helps. I'm kind of worried it's coming to us. Face for radio. <laughs> wow, but, I mean. Yeah, what do you, I mean? I, I know you're you're literally strictly a mean page, mean page, but you do share some links on occasion and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I've actually been doing a lot of studying on SEO um, it, because um, in my personal life, yes, I'm 99% a stay-at-home mom, but I'm also a freelance personal assistant, so I do a lot of SEO work and stuff too. Um, so I found with certain algorithms. Um, it doesn't matter what platform you're on. You can't cheat the algorithm. It's AI. You cannot cheat it. <laughs> uh, you have to find a way to work with it. So on Facebook specifically, unfortunately, you just can't. It, it does not like links no. at all. So if you want to do a link, you have to do some kind of meme and then just put link in comments and stick your link in the comments. Um, I also found you really don't want to use hashtags. Um, you could use like maybe... One or <laughs> well then, um, thanks, 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 Shelly. Thank, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. 
Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> look, yeah. At, look at all of us. And <laughs> so, um, hashtags. That's where I was at. <laughs> um, so you, I, you know, originally I was like, okay, well, maybe if I use certain hashtags, they'll work better. No, mm-hmm. don't use any hashtags on Facebook. Um, you could use them on Twitter or other platforms. Don't use them on Facebook at all. Um, so honestly, and the other thing is when you're posting memes and somebody clicks a like button and they aren't already following your page, you can click on your reactions and go down through and you can invite everybody. Yes. I've been doing that and that's been boosting us through the roof. So that's a really great option too. (laughs) Jack's Jack's Jack. My hash, my hashtags have me labeled as quote terrorist networking. (laughs) I mean, I mean, you're, you're in the right, you're in the right place here. Yeah, <laughs> just not just not over there. Yeah, oh, that's a lot of yikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we all have that, and in, in somewhere on our pages. Well, so we've, we've yeah. all lost our Facebook page at some point. We all have lost yeah. our our Facebook accounts. We've all lost our Twitters. Yeah, the the great the, the night of the silent birds uh, when we yes. all got nuked yep. on Twitter simultaneously. Well, mm-hmm. Dave, me too. Dave, the ATF knows who you are specifically. Like, I just want to point out. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Andrew, the ATF knows who he is. I guarantee you they're well aware of us. Well, yeah, they visit us occasionally when we go to the gun range. I'm, That's just, I'm a, just a <laughs> nice, funny. innocent guy over here. I don't know why the... I, and, you know, I was me. there tonight. I didn't see anybody. Hmm. Um, I forgot what else I was going to ask. I had, I had, like, two more questions in my head, and I just completely forgot what they were. Which is on par with the most professional podcast. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We don't pre-show anything. Nope. No. That would spoil the fun. No. Uh, memes, hashtags, reach. It's, it's funny because every week, Jason will send us the, the list of articles we're going to cover except for one. Nobody looks at them. We just wait for Jason to read them to us on air. <laughs> they're they're all surprise articles, <laughs> if we're honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, oh, oh, that was a... The website, the website, you mentioned blogs and things like that. Um, is this going to be only for the beauties or are you going to be able to have reader submitted articles? Uh, like definitely going to do reader submitted okay. also. Um, I have a friend of mine who um, she has a homestead that she's built from scratch and she's still building it and she's working on writing a book. I'm not going to drop her name or anything else because that's I'll let her do that. Mm-hmm. Um but she's going to be one of our blog writers and I'm definitely looking forward to it. So we will definitely, you know, have guest posts and um, link swaps. Like I would love other people who are doing blogs and have websites. I would love to swap links and all of that too. So I kind of, it's, it's a community thing. It's not just for beauties. I, I did this because I like I said, it is more focused on women, but it's because I wanted more women in the movement and I wanted to see women come together and I wanted them to see, Hey, we're all here. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is needed. Yes. Right? Very but much like so. it's like the, what, one of the, one of the, the, the biggest issues that, that especially females will especially talk about with the libertarian anarchist movement um, is that, 
so many of the guys are just so fucking creepy. They're just they're so creepy. Like they either have they like they're on the spectrum somewhere, Aspergers or, or autism, and they're either creepy or they're just absolute like testosterone overload, right? Yeah, and we it, were and it, and we were scares, actually laughing about Andrew Tate the other day <laughs> on, our, <laughs> on our call. We were talking about Andrew Tate. It's like. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> there's a per- there's a perfect example. There's a per- absolute yes. perfect example. Yes, but uh, <laughs> definitely. I, mean, I I hate to use the the, the term safe space, but mm-hmm. that's essentially what you're trying to create, right? Not maybe not necessarily safe space, but a, a landing spot. Yes, right. Yeah. A, a place where where they can go, um, where they can read, where they can submit pieces, where they can learn mm-hmm. without being submitted to the 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 creep yeah well it's it's that but it's also um i think a lot of women in the movement needed a sense of community um i know i did i Mm -hmm. i'm not i can only speak for myself but um the sense of community that i've gotten from connecting with these other women is just it's very lonely when Mm -hmm. it's very lonely being an anarchist it's even more lonely being a female anarchist (laughs) So, well, I mean, the movement's a little bit of a sausage fest. Let's be honest. It's uh, <laughs> easily, easily 10 to 1. Easily 10 to yeah, 1. Yeah. It's, yeah. I I would actually stretch that out a bit more. I would say probably closer to 20 to 1, but that might <laughs> just be in my area. Possible. I know the women definitely just needed some support. So, it's <laughs> what we're trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! All right, hold on, Dave. Hold on. Let me let me let me share that one. Oh yeah, anarchists and libertarians in the media unfortunately look like you hit random on the Sims Maker. <laughs> I wish I could argue with that. Um... I don't think you can. You can't. Like that's I wish not, you could be that's like not that's not fair, but and yeah, that's fair. No, it, yeah, it's fair. It's, it's fair. accurate. <laughs> I mean, yeah. look at look at the usual usual mugs on this podcast. I mean, it's, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, our our, uh, our camera cover screens when we walk away from the camera for a minute probably look better than the average. You know, when everybody's here. See, now everybody just went blind. I showed back up. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Jack says, has the individualism driven you to seek and develop healthy communities relationships? Mm. That might be a loaded question. Yeah. Just a little. Like... uh, has, can, you ask, can you ask him to reword that? Okay. Has um, has your uh, journey through libertarian anarchism, um, through your spiritualism, mm-hmm. uh, has that driven you to seek healthy communities and healthy relationships? Yes, definitely. Right? Yeah. I, I can I can attest. I can attest. Crystal and I have known each other for. Fuck eight years, nine years maybe, yeah. somewhere yeah. in there, right? You are my best friend. We 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 that's that's public knowledge, but yeah. um, from where you were to where you are now, mm-hmm. like now you would just 
grab old you and just hug you until yeah. like it stopped until old you stopped crying. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, so one of the girls on Anarchist Beauties, um, her name is Alexis, and she she's known me about as long as you have. Um, mm -hmm. There used to be a Facebook group that was called Anarcho Debatism. This was where I mean I, I started. I think I remember that group. Oh my god, it was such a dumpster fire. <laughs> I remember that group, and I yep. definitely remember it being yep. a flaming dumpster fire. Yes, we the, the floating dumpster gif of the yeah. where it's floating yeah. down the highway. It, oh, that no, man, it it was worse than that. Like if it you filled a dumpster with thermite and then ignited it, that's the kind of dumpster fire this thing was. It was just a hellscape with no yeah. hope. Yeah. So. When I start, I mean, I started my anarchist journey back in 2014 during the Obama era, but it was shortly after this that I discovered anarcho-debatism. And this was kind of, this is where I can gauge my growth is that I used to go in there and I used to torment the hell out of the ANCOMs and the ANSOMs, <laughs> like the socialists. There was one girl specifically, her name was Meg, and I used to tell her to shut up, Meg, all the time. <laughs> she was a socialist. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> so, <laughs> all these years well, I later. Think, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys always act like you're better than me. Just the rock cuts in. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> so, all these years later now. I actually feel really guilty that I picked on her so much. Um, I mean, she was a socialist, but perhaps that's... They're, they're, they're not real people. That's fine. My, my <laughs> oldest sister is a socialist. I understand that. that oh. But that part of me that's healed and grown, though, it's kind of like, okay, you know, maybe she just didn't understand or maybe that's just where her life path took her or something, you know, whatever, as long as it doesn't affect me in my life. So as far as growth goes, definitely um, being in anarchism and learning about individualism and just learning about all these other people and being in the community has caused so much growth. Like you can even look into our, the podcast where we recorded a couple, about five years ago, and I'm sure you could mm -hmm. definitely see the difference between who I was then and who I am now. Yeah, There's that was massive. <laughs> massive. Was that, that was episode episode thirty five for those yeah. that are listening. Episode thirty five. That was June seventeenth, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. So Holy three months. Cow. Three three months shy of, of was that five years? Yeah. Have we really yeah. been on air that long? Man. Yeah. I think. What's happening at your house, was... Josh? Huh? What's happening at your house? He's having a party. Yeah. The roommate's parents came over to check out the house with their oh, okay. staying. So, yeah. so they're, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, Sorry. I think the first one I popped on was back <laughs> in ambiance. Was back in the before we hit a hundred, and it was we were talking right, about so that, stuff going on in Venezuela. So yeah, it's been a while. Right, so if that if that's episode thirty five, then we were on the air for a year and change already, because we used to record every other week. And there were there were weeks that we skipped, so yeah, that was a long time ago. We were even more professional back then. No, <laughs> no. no. I, think, I think that I think that episode actually had Mark on it too. I think it did. Yeah, Mark and his and his his beard scratching his uh 
scratching the microphone. Yeah, the constant. I think one of Andrew's like first few episodes, Mark chimed in, and uh, he was driving his truck. Like on the freeway, sixty miles an hour, the window down. He he couldn't hear us at all. <laughs> he yeah, was just, it, he was just vibing. Yeah, every so often, like we'd be talking, and then he'd unmute his mic, and you'd get and maybe a word, and then he'd come and he'd mute again, and we'd be like, "Thanks for that, the, the, that was that was helpful, bud." And then. Oh, um, this sounds like when uh, when Chris was over working on his car. You know, was say, almost as fucking... bad as that night. <laughs> yeah, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and then it was quiet, and then thunk. Oops, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't supposed to do that. <laughs> his, his camera wasn't even on, so we had no idea what had happened. We just hear no. bang. Oops, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good times, good times. Um, since you're on limited time, you want to uh, you want to get into an article with us? Um, sure. Let me pull one up here. <laughs> uh, I want to talk. Since you're here, I want to talk about uh, uh, Douglas Mackey. Okay. Uh, he's uh, he's not getting enough coverage, uh, especially in our circles. I don't think he's getting enough coverage. The guy is literally being prosecuted for a meme. Ah, uh, yes, I have heard of this. Sorry, I was yeah. pulling it up on my phone. <laughs> no. Sorry. But um, we have uh, we have two articles. Don't we? we have the uh, a reason article, which gives a lot of background, and then we have um, what is that? A uh, post millennial article where it's more updated. But uh, uh, massive the, overreach. It's it's a huge overreach, right? Um, okay, Jack says, uh, as an unschooling mom, what's your average school day look like? Let's oh. jump, let's get that real quick. Okay. Um, so my average school day looks like, um, I let the kids wake up when they want to wake up as a, as compared to waking them up. Who likes to wake up to an alarm? Really? <laughs> so they wake up and as soon as she gets up in the morning, she kind of does her normal stretches and, um, kind of a yoga routine and she does a little bit of walking and then she'll make herself some breakfast. And from there we have a little, we use me Academy, which is an online resource. And that's kind of our structure for the day. Um, that only takes her about three hours to get through. Um, this has like math, science, history, um, just all the basics. It only takes her about three hours when she's finished with that. I tell her, you can do whatever you want for the next four hours as long as you're learning. And she will either watch a documentary or she'll read. Or if it's nice out, we'll go outside. We'll go for a walk or we'll go to one of the local stores. Um, I actually have a nice coffee shop here around the corner that we go to all the time. Um, Once the warmer weather is here right now, it is freezing, (laughs) even though it is March. Like winter just will not go away. (laughs) <laughs> it's been nice around here lately. I think I think the last week we've been in the forties. Mm-hmm. I saw what is it, how, how do you spell it? Is it me academy? What is it? Yep. M I Academy A C A D E M Y dot co. So it's okay. just dot C O. Yeah. 
And that one is fantastic. Um, The kids can talk to each other on there. Um, They can also upload blog posts where they teach kids about other things that they do. Like they can teach them how to cook or various arts and crafts. And the kids really work together a lot in that. Um, Another thing is that they can write newsletters. Um, They contribute articles to a newsletter. Um, There's all kinds of art contests. Um, There's also, she has a mock business on there. So she puts all of her drawings in this mock business and she makes money for it and she can buy things for her. She has a castle in hers. Um, she can buy things for her <laughs> castle. I know. So appropriate for my children, right? That's fantastic. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's like I said, she only spends about three hours a day doing that. And it's like I said, this is kind of our really basic structure that we build on is that. And then the rest of the afternoon, she kind of has free range. The only thing that I say is as long as you are learning something. And then at the end of each quarter, you know, I tell her, pick a topic and teach me about it. So she'll either have a report ready or she will do some kind of project where she will teach me about something. Um, This last time, she actually did a whole huge report on Bob Marley which was fantastic because there was so much that I didn't even know about Bob Marley (laughs) and he was an awesome one for her to do it on. So um, this has really caused her to be a very independent and critical thinker because I've given her the room to be like, here, figure it out. And then tell me, teach me, show me. So it's, it's just, it's awesome. It's awesome watching your children flourish and bloom and grow. And, um, like I said, you know, as being unschoolers, the learning never stops. It's not like it's you go and you sit in a classroom for eight hours and you're stuck there in this yeah. cubicle hell. Like, no, this is you learn by living life and you learn mm-hmm. by getting out there and doing things. And um, once she turns 14, she's 13 this year. Once she turns 14, she can actually volunteer at one of the local farms. And so that's something that's planned for her in the very near future. So she's pretty yeah. excited. Dave asks uh, how much that costs that program, the program. Yeah. Uh, shoot. I can't even remember. It's not that expensive though. It's like a hundred bucks for the year and it covers the whole year. And then you have, um, they send you weekly reports. You can go in and you can check all the reports. Um, you can see how they're doing. Um, and like I said, in our state, because they are so regulatory, um, mm-hmm. We're actually a very ridiculous <laughs> amount of regulations on homeschooling in my state. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah um, it's that way where, where I'm at too. Cause we did uh, during the COVID year, we did homeschooling mm-hmm. and then we were told uh, that the curriculum that we'd selected was not valid for the state. Like the state did not yeah. approve it. So I, we're like, I think they live maybe near ahead. each other. <laughs> Because we were using, like, some of the guys in there uh, was uh, a time for learning is what we were using. Yeah, we were using that. Yeah, and they said that that wasn't valid in this state. It's like, but she's already two years ahead of everybody around her. Right. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Wisconsin. Yay. Right? (laughs) Yeah. No, that's Especially under Tony the Tyrant. Tony the Tyrant, yeah. Yeah, we were using time for learning for a while, but we had to, according to our state, we had to supplement with it. Like it was okay to use it, but we had to put more with it. So I buy 
workbooks every year just to keep them. So if she wants to sit and do the workbooks, she can. I encourage her to do them. But if she's finding other means of learning, then I'm going to be supportive of that. Yeah, so, she's, a, she's a big library hound, right? Yes. we um, yeah. Up until I got sick, we were going to the library every week. Um, I had to take a break off of that for a while because I was having some stomach and back stuff going on. Yeah. But, One um, thing with, with Chloe I'm really happy about, she's at the, at the library here in town mm-hmm. at least three nights a week. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, that's where I got my education is – is because I, I I dropped out at sixteen. I just stopped going because I, yeah. I hated I hated school. I hated school. I got my GED when I was um, I took it when I was fifteen, and I got they for my birthday they gave me my GED. Yeah, like, <laughs> we I, like dropped, here, yeah I dropped out at sixteen and started working. You know, forty hours a week at McDonald's. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I wasn't at McDonald's, I was at the public library. Yeah, the home life just sucked, but. Um, uh, the public library is where I got my education. Like I learned, I learned more in you know four or five months at the public library than I learned in you know ten years of school. Yeah, you know, and with the internet now, the internet. I mean, you I have th- unlimited. I think knowledge. I had an email at that time. Yeah, that was like that was nineteen ninety six. Oh Jeez, goodness, the old fogey. That was about <laughs> the time I got my first email address. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, I was, you're, I was you're both, you're, I'm going to kick you both out of this. I was 11. <laughs> I was 11. I still had my first email address then. I was, I was, I was 12. Active. I didn't get my first email address till 1998 when I was a freshman. Shit, I was actively using internet relay chats, IRC channels all the time at age 11. This is elderly abuse, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, wait. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? In 1997, I was eight years old. <laughs> I had my first email address probably I, I think when I was like 11 I had my first email address it was like let me go get my cane email. real quick I'm gonna mute, I'm right? gonna mute you all <laughs> <laughs> hey man no though but like yeah what you're saying with the internet I mean like there's there's the great courses mm-hmm. well great courses plus is what Wondrium now there's Wondrium out there there's I mean like Magellan amazing is a documentaries. Good one. Yeah, Magellan History Hit TV, which is one of my personal favorites. And Khan honestly, Academy has been great too. Khan Academy uh, has been one of yeah. our go-tos. Yeah, I mean there's there's so many resources out there. Even YouTube has yeah. so <laughs> you <know>? much stuff <laughs> out there now. I mean, not this. Okay. Like so, this is this is crap. But so, it, like so, there's other things. <laughs> so funny, funny. My favorite my favorite thing to learn history on now is TikTok. Yeah. Like dude, Ro- I Roman helmet guy is fantastic. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. I the whole reason I can monetize on TikTok is because of my history content. Like that's what mm-hmm. got me so yep. popular that I could monetize on it is is yep. just teaching history to people. You know, everybody talks so much crap about TikTok and it's like it's the way you utilize it. It's like any mm-hmm. other social media platform. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I love how the government claims that China is spying on you. Oh, so I know. It be it's like like you are <laughs> really exactly. People that spy on those guys. Banned? <laughs> yeah, those guys are spying on you. Only we're allowed to do that. Like, <laughs> well, it's like I, I always get into it. I used to argue with my wife because she loved to have the uh, the Alexas, the Amazon Alexas in the house. But then at the same time, she raised a valid point. We all carry around our own surveillance device yeah. every day, all day long. Yeah. What difference does it make if I have an Alexa in my house? If I'm yeah. going to say something I don't want them to hear, I turn the da- I'll unplug the damn thing. 
Yeah. Although, right. although, de-Googled phones are a thing. They yes. are. You know. yes. <laughs> they, they are amazing I, things. I, um, I, I, will, I will neither confirm nor deny that I have one. But, um, <laughs> is it LUA Publications, Liberty Under Attack? Shane sells those, and you can buy those with uh, with crypto. Nice. Good there to know. Go. Yes. Uh, also, you can buy ghost pads, which are de-windowed laptops and, and touchpads. Very nice. And those are, those are put together by Nima Vadati, mm-hmm. who's an OG podcaster with uh, yeah, Michael those are nice. Fiends. They're they're far superior to the black phones. I had a black phone, and the problem with black <laughs> okay, phones okay. was that you couldn't actually use yes. it unless you were talking to somebody who also had a black phone, yeah. which no one did. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 hold on. Okay, generational. I just mentioned name of a dean, uh, Freedom Fiends. I was a big fan of Freedom Fiends. They had Jeremy Hengeller on. He was part of that podcast. Jeremy inspired us. We inspired Anarchist Beauties. There's four generations of podcasts there. You're welcome. I don't, I don't know if you can say that we inspired them. Their their social media reach is so far beyond ours. You it's have, not even funny. You have no idea how much her and I talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. So what you're saying I, is you I inspired am, you. I am, we had nothing to do with it. I am right. Exactly. I am a self appointed honorary beauty. A lot of Despite, my a lot of my you would have to be Jason. honorary in yes. your case, Jason. <laughs> yes. How many? Yeah. Fuck yourself. How many, <laughs> how many of the memes do I? How many of the memes I send you do you post? Uh, almost all of them. Yeah. I save At them least, and I cycle them through, and I yeah. post. I try to only post about once an hour or so because yep. if you post more than that, algorithms go. Yeah. No. There you go. There you guys heard it first. I I am an I am a honorary beauty. <laughs> that's the honorary yes exactly honorary. that's what i'm saying <laughs> and purely title purely title <laughs> it's like an honorary phd you might have a phd but it really means nothing see what i put up with these are my brothers. <laughs> hey, man, none of us are even honorary. So, you know, you right? can look at it that way. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to risk putting beauty to this mug. Maybe it was, exactly. maybe it was, maybe it was honorary, not honorary. honorary. <laughs> but, uh, it could be French. I don't know. It's... <laughs> Let's jump into this article before she has to. On Ray, she has to boot scoot. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, in the first of in the first of its kind case, the Justice Department is prosecuting an internet troll using a Reconstruction era law to claim a series of misleading social media memes were an attempt to quote deprive individuals of their constitutional right to vote. <laughs> Oh. I, I've read a whole bunch of stuff on this in the last couple of weeks. Yes. Uh, during, during the 2016 election season, Douglas Mackey was a prolific far right, far right, far right Twitter user under the name Ricky Vaughn. Mackey frequently posted pro Trump memes and commentary to his 58,000 followers. Not as many as Crystal has. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one you're MIT... gonna get the feds at her house, man. Yeah, they're gonna come at her now. What are you doing? <laughs> one MIT media lab analysis has claimed that he may have had a larger effect on the 2016 election than NBC News. 
Well, that's because no one watches NBC News. I was hold just going to say. <laughs> he, is, he is a pro-Trump, pro-Trump in 2016, pro-Trump, who, who lost. And they said he had a larger effect on the election than NBC News. I just want to I just want to point out that, like, my my flatulence had more of an effect on the 2016 <laughs> election than NBC because it was witnessed by more people. Yeah. <laughs> no one watches NBC. Like, okay, hold on. Okay, uh, at one point he posted a series of images that seemed geared to trick Hillary Clinton supporters into thinking they could vote by text. Quote, avoid the line. That's stupid. They deserve it. (laughs) Yeah, quote, avoid the line. Vote from home. One of the images read against a Clinton-branded background. Quote, text Hillary to 59925. According to the Justice Department press release, at least 4,900 people texted the number before Election Day. (laughs) One, this does, in fact, show just how lazy Hillary Clinton supporters were. And... (laughs) This would have worked so much better during the 2020 election, though. Yeah, okay. yeah I mean, give me one paragraph. Give me one paragraph. Federal officials say this was a deliberate attempt to violate voters' constitutional rights. On January 27, what? 2021, this is after Trump has already left office, after, like, uh, he, he, he uh, um, uh, um, affected. The 2016 election, but they didn't charge him until after Trump left office. On January 27, 2021, they charged Mackey with conspiracy, quote, to injure or press, threaten, and intimidate one or more persons in the free exercise and enjoyment of a right and privilege secured to them by the Constitution and the laws of the United States, to wit, the right to vote. I do not think those words mean what you think they mean. <laughs> I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna I mean, that again. If, if, go ahead and read that again, and then I. Yeah. I'll... Okay, they charged Mackey with conspiracy quote, conspiracy quote to injure or press, threaten and intimidate one or more persons in the free exercise and enjoyment of a right and privilege secured to them by the Constitution and the laws of the United States, to wit, the right to vote. So you mean like the ATF? At you know, perpetually does that. No, with no, no. People. It, it, uh, uh, if, the, if the government does it, it's fine. So, uh, <laughs> the government and on. the media, they're allowed to do it. Yeah. Their case rests on an 1870 law designed to prevent violent white supremacist mobs from preventing black citizens from voting. The Justice what? Department believes this is the first time an American has faced criminal charges. For Twitter disinformation. So, oh, for fuck's sake, are they saying that Uh-oh. only black voters were dumb enough to fall for that? Is that what their their implication is? Uh, Forty nine hundred people apparently texted. The, because that I I feel like that in and of itself kind of speaks volumes, but <laughs> yes, they're using they're using it. 1870 this is this is post just post civil war uh 1870 reconstruction era law um as it applies to a meme they're saying well, that well, a meme they're saying well, that a meme posted on social media prevented people from voting 
But the law specifically says intimidation, threat, violence, that shit. Meme is none of that. And that specific meme saying, hey, text this to vote from home, that's not violence, threat, intimidation, or any of that. Mm -hmm. The The only thing I could see somehow being construed in this and I'll, I could see the state trying to really push this is because it was technically a call to action. It would not be covered under Brandenburg. Right. But the thing is, is it doesn't actually meet the qualifications of the law, right? There was no intimidation Mm -hmm. or threat to harm or anything else that even if it was intentional, willful misinformation, that law does not cover that. It never mentions it. So it still wouldn't fall under that law. It's still not punishable. And the reason that it's not mentioned in that law is because they were like, well, if you know how, what things are available for you to vote, then you shouldn't be able to be misled in how you vote. Like you should be smart enough to figure that out, or you probably shouldn't be voting. Like (laughs) even in 1870, they understood that. So I like, that's what boggles my mind here. There's literally nothing about this that's covered under that law at all. I, I mean, at all. <laughs> yeah. No, and <laughs> he's facing ten years. Wow. Ten, ten years. That's that's the possible sentence. Ten years. Can you imagine that can, guy can sitting I... in a jail cell. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Yes. I know child molesters who are spending less than 10 years, and this guy mm-hmm. is facing 10 years for a fucking meme. Yep. That's uh, mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. something that's been a pretty hot button thing here mm-hmm. in Wisconsin with the uh, Supreme Court election is one of the justices in the in that particular race is uh, very, very light on on crime, actual crime. Where there was a case three years ago, I think it was, where somebody got caught in the act of first-degree sexual assault of a child under 10. And her sentencing guidelines were, I think it was four years. Like, no, uh... straight to the fucking bottom of the river. There are are rapists in the United States who have received less than a quarter of that sentence. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Less than a and then you've got Ross. Sense. And Ross and Ross got two hundred. Yeah. That's some bullshit in itself. By the way, it's coming up to his birthday, I think. Either it just passed it just or passed. Yeah. it just passed. Yeah. That's like sad. It, what's his eighth or ninth it? in prison, something like that? He said it was his tenth. Tenth yeah. prison? Yeah. Yep. All for yeah, making Dave. a website. <laughs> Yeah. Dave just said that he knows many child molesters, murderers, rapists, TV uh, traffickers, etc., that don't get a year, let alone ten. Yeah. And he was a he was a prison guard for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, so face just facing, let them go. Yeah, facing ten, 10 years for a meme. Yeah, um, but somebody makes a makes a hurtful set of words, and ten years mm-hmm. is what they're looking at. Wasn't even a hurtful set of words. He was. I mean, stupid is as stupid does. Yeah. <laughs> if you're dumb enough to be like, oh, this random <laughs> this random Twitter account that has absolutely no connection to the government whatsoever has just I declared this, there's this new form of voting that I've never heard of, and you fall for that? 
Yeah. Like you exactly. deserve to fall for that. Especially pre COVID. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, dude, that's, that's on you. That. <laughs> I mean, if, uh, if could, you're could that, you imagine if, if he had um, you you tried to pull that during the COVID years? Yeah. It would have been <laughs> fucking hilarious for one, but still. That would have been funny as hell for the 2020 election because that would have worked. It yeah, would have. That's what I'm saying. Hysterical. <laughs> absolutely hysterical and the more angry it made the government the funnier it's going to be so like just if he would have did that during the 2020 election it would have been worth the 10 years risk I, yeah <laughs> i think i'd be are you kidding me like if i if i had thought to pull that on the 2020 election and i would have done it to both sides like flat out i would have done it to both sides because it's just mm-hmm. that much funnier they can give me 10 years and I am going to laugh my way through that entire 10 year sentence and just be like, I am the king of memes. No one will ever <laughs> top that. You would have did it to both sides and the LP still would have only got like maybe 5%. Somehow. <laughs> 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 Somehow the Green Party wins and the LP still loses. <laughs> 2016 was the only year where the Libertarian Party actually broke 2%, and it was Trump or, or Hillary. You know why? Because look at who they fielded. <laughs> Gary Johnson. They had an opportunity, a golden opportunity, and they squandered it with who is Aleppo. That's that right there. That's what happened. That is why the LP is a flaming freaking dumpster fire. Yep. Okay. I got I got one for you. I got I got a quote for you. This is from Uh-oh. Aaron Turr. He's an attorney at the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression. Quote, the First Amendment presumptively protects all speech unless it falls into a specific, narrow, defined category established by the Supreme Court. And that First Amendment doesn't make a general exemption for false speech. There are certain types of false speech that are established exemptions to the First Amendment, such as defamation and fraud. He says that about, he he referenced Mackey's memes. As uh, disinformation and fraud, or I'm sorry, defamation and fraud. That's neither well, defamation, defamation nor fraud. No, fr- nor fraud. Yes. yes, because at no point did he pretend for that to be official. Yes. He gave no he, indication. He did not try to impo- or, uh, present himself as a member of the government or anything like that. He made a meme and just threw it out there in the wild. Yeah. Him making memes is no different than Mad TV or fucking Saturday Night Live using actual products and names of real people and stuff it's that's, yeah this is <laughs> at best I, this falls under under the the satire clause i mean i'm absolutely mind-boggled too like how do they even know he was the original creator of the meme oh because they that's have a government exactly. snitch uh who who they won't identify in court because mm-hmm. he's still working for the government hashtag ray Epps. Um, what was his name? Uh, oh God, it was trending the other day. But he he, go, he goes by a handle. I can't remember the name of it. I can't. I'll, I'll, it'll come to me eventually. But, but um, yeah, he's a uh, he's a govern- he's a snitch uh, who's currently working for the FBI on several other cases 
uh, regarding social media. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm um, not I'm not saying that anyone should figure out who this is. But what I am saying is that chances are it's one of your friends. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why uh, we're micro, all like, micro and you're a fed, and you're a fed, and you're a yeah, fed. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's a fed. Uh, the, the other guy's name is Microchip. Well, Andrew That's... literally was a fed, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just how, to how be you fair, you and Andrew both were government employees. Yeah. How do you get a How do you get a, a Facebook page to sixty thousand followers? That's pretty sus. Now that you mention it, that's pretty sus. Yeah. yeah. Just there's a, <laughs> just, hold on, hold on. She says taxation is theft. She's good looking. She homeschools. She's anarchist. Honeypot. That's, that's honeypot. Honeypot. <laughs> <laughs> She's here so they can finally get a lock on all of us. That's Ooh. what it is. <laughs> As a touch. But like a honeypot and have anarchist beauties across it. <laughs> it's, I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure they then. Did, it's like they did, they did get their start putting quotes and information over pictures of hot, beautiful women in bikinis. Yes. Yes. So that was clearly, how we started. Anarchist yeah, beauties, more like honeypot beauties. Let's be honest, <laughs> you are all feds, <laughs> every one of you. Hey, do we get our badge of honor now? Now that we've been accused of being feds, I mean, <laughs> don't even I... tell me that those asses are not federally sponsored. I know better. <laughs> no, if you go in our comment section, uh, we've well, it's, got it's one time. post. It's it's either we're a fed, we're a Republican, we're conservative, or we're a lefty. My favorite one was that I was a Christian fascist. A Christian, a Christian fascist. A Christian fascist. Because I'm a trad wife, I believe in traditional values. Mm -hmm. However, oh no, no, they they, they, they call they call of a, uh, <laughs> the people that are that are trad now. They call them a granola Nazis. The fuck is that? I have heard Nazi? that. I have yeah. heard that one. That's that's the new one. It's a granola Nazi. So instead of being like, a I granola, mean that, you know, a crunchy mom really? or whatever. It's a you're a granola oh. Nazi. Oh, that I'm really totally applies. Not a crunchy mom either. <laughs> that, <laughs> like, that really definitely applies far more appropriately to like the people who would like send their farm fresh products to a food co-op. I'm just saying, like those those <laughs> are the granola <laughs> Nazis. I mean, you got chewy granola too. It's not crunchy. <laughs> chewy. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. Yeah, but you can't call them chewy Nazis because then it sounds like they're like some sort of gnat sock that then also sells pet supplies. So <laughs> chewy Nazis, bunch of Wookies. <laughs> they're hey, furries. That's what a coincidence. <laughs> bunch of bunch of Wooks. What a coincidence. Granola Nazis. You see where I'm going with this? It all ties together. That's it's all that's what happens when we don't bathe. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna break out some some push pins and red yarn pretty soon, and <laughs> the and this is how quickly the things fall off the rails. The anarchist here. beauty to granola Nazi pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> Have it all set up, and I'll be like, okay, bear with me. So then. <laughs> Oh, just a bunch of random pictures like the the Dexter in the Moon Rocks on the yeah. wall. 
Uh, so, uh, so this fast forward to um, the case, right? This this is currently in trial. The the Mackey is, is currently on trial. Um, they had a couple a couple of days already. But um, where was that quote? Where's that quote? Where's that quote? Um, uh, according to Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone magazine covered it. Um, Fish, that's it. That's his his uh, his lawyer. Argue that people began texting the number only after the media outlets began covering the meme. Right. So before the, so the media, media got a hold of the meme, before the media blew it up, nobody was no paying one, attention to the meme. No one saw it until yes. the, the mass media started. The, so really, they're the purveyors of the misinformation and should be charged. Yes. Uh, Assistant U.S. Attorney Turner Turner Buford said, quote, this wasn't about changing votes. This was about vaporizing votes, making them disappear. The number was real and set up to receive <laughs> incoming messages. The release of these fake campaign ads was time to flood the Internet before Election Day. I, I just want to point out, if we want to talk about erasing votes, media, uh, and making them no longer exist. <laughs> or manufacturing new ones out of nowhere. I yeah, um, we can have a conversation about that, but you're not gonna like it. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's, it's 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 just it's ridiculous. Like even, um, uh, when asked whether he thought voting via text is a valid way of voting, um, the Southern Poverty Law Center senior investigator said not at all. Duh. Who the fuck cares who that left wing socialist? Oh, oh my lawyer has advised me not to say anything further about the Southern Poverty Law Center. They're experts. Come on now. Experts so, that are that themselves about, are domestic terrorists. They're about as big a experts on just about anything else as the ATF is on firearms technology. Yes. Oh, because we remember we covered that where the fact that like one of the, the go to guys for the Southern Poverty Law Center has been arrested. The, the lawyer. Yeah. One of the lawyers. Yeah. yeah. As a, as part of a domestic terrorism sting, like uh, the uh, Atlanta uh, cop city attack. Yeah. Yep. No, which I'm not saying was necessarily out of line, but. <laughs> Brandenburg v. Ohio, 1969. Right, right. I'm not saying it was right. I'm just saying that I understand it. Is it getting that <laughs> time from somebody have, uh... who was kicked out of Georgia? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I was kicked out of the state of Georgia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Crystal, is, is it Georgia. getting out of that time, or do you have time for another article? Can't, you're muted. Did I unmute? Yes. There you, there go. you go. Okay, there we go. Um, it's going to be about that time, but... Um, Ryan just showed me something that I guess is a hot topic right now that just came up. Um, Bill S-686, and it's uh, called the Restrict Act. It's literally was like just coming out. I don't know if you guys have heard of it or not yet. This is new. Um, definitely should be talked about. Um, it's It's a bill to authorize the Secretary of Commerce to review and prohibit certain transactions between persons in the United Mm -hmm. States and foreign adversaries for other purposes. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it says uh, I got national review. Uh, You got it. Okay. 
I had it on my uh, phone there. Let's see. Uh, potential enforcement tool to address economic and national security concern posed by foreign information and communications technology. Uh, this is the one that would the ban not only it would ban TikTok, but it would also go way beyond that. Uh, concerned over potential threat posed by information and communication technology. Product services TikTok, the United States Economic and National Security, have been uh, ruminating for some time now to tackle the potential threat. Uh, bipartisan bill, okay, a restrict act. The proposed legislation comes on the heels of the assistance of new guidelines by the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States, like the Restrict Act, shows an increased attention to certain types of business transactions and business interests that implicate national security concerns and signal increased enforcement efforts. Uh, relating to the same. So basically, uh, no more memes. Let's see. Summary of the Restrict Act, privately drafted, authorizes the Secretary of Commerce and the President to take appropriate measures against products or services or firms providing products or services that are owned or controlled by foreign adversaries. Oh, I've my God. Have you, seen, yeah. have you seen who introduced this and who the co-sponsors are? No. No. So... Warner, Baldwin, Fisher, Manchin, Sullivan, Romney. <laughs> That's just a few of them. You recognize the names as maybe people who you can't fucking trust. <laughs> yeah, I, I just pulled up the National Law Review breakdown. That's what I have you. Yeah, it's Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. it's. Yes, that is going to be just so, so fucking fantastic, and they're going to pass it because it's bipartisan. Yep. It'll be the the next very iteration of things that, you know, like the Patriot Act. Or the NDAA. Or the NDAA. Yep. Yeah, it's – I'm trying Sometimes. to briefly read through it. No. We – that's what – you know what? We'll all get to the gulag sooner than we thought. Yeah, <laughs> we get to the same FEMA one. FEMA Dude, camp is going to be lit. All our friends are going to be there, right? This this even covers. Uh, it says de- it lists specifically desktop applications, mobile applications, gaming applications, payment applications, or web based applications. So anything like your crypto exchanges and all that stuff could be deterrent. You know, could fall <laughs> into that easily. Oh, yep. Unless and... you use a crypto that uses Z snark. Right. <laughs> such such as such as Pirate Chain. <laughs> it also uh lists in the next I, I, li- down... I have I listed the uh the pirate pirate.black website in the notes also. Sweet. Yeah, the, the next section down mentions information, gotcha. communications, technology, products, and services integral to artificial intelligence, machine learning, quantum key distribution, quantum communications, quantum computing, post-quantum cryptography, autonomous systems, advanced robotics, biotechnology, synthetic biology, <laughs> computational biology, and e-commerce technology, including any electronic techniques for accomplishing business transactions, online retail, oh, internet-enabled oh logistics, internet-enabled payment technology, and online marketplaces. Wow. You know, this kind of falls into one of the art or uh, leads into one of the articles that we've got about CBDCs. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. CBDCs. Yes. The uh, central bank digital coins, which are being uh, released here in a couple months by the Federal Reserve. Yeah. And it's just suspiciously that everybody is being ushered into them. Yeah. Don't, don't forget that. Just like six months ago. 
there were articles and articles and articles about how CBDCs were bad, mm-hmm. how it would lead, how it would lead to an end of cryptocurrency, how terrible it was. And then now all the Federal Reserve is like, oh, watch this cool trick. Yeah, and we, know, day, and, that's we know how, and we know how trustworthy the Federal Reserve is. Mm-hmm. Except they can't stop cryptocurrency. Not that can't stop the signal. How many how many times have they tried to ban it in China? That hasn't worked out so well for them. Yeah, it, I mean, cryptocurrency is another very you know a variation, so to speak, of the three D printed firearms. Mm-hmm. You can't stop the signal. It's out mm-hmm. there. What are you going to do to stop it? You can't. Yeah. Pardon the glare. I took my hat off for a second. Pardon the glare. What? I couldn't. I couldn't hear you. Pardon over the, the glare. glare. I, I can't hear you over the glare. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Blinds the camera and everybody watching. All like six yep. of them. Uh ten. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't know if that's accurate though, because I've seen that. She's here. Yeah, well, I've seen that counter go to zero, and there's still a bunch of people commenting in the chat, so I'm pretty sure yeah. that it's not necessarily accurate. Right. <laughs> so, Everybody's but, uh, using ghost. You going to bounce? Yes, I have to bounce. I'm sorry. Bro, right. <laughs> well, uh, give us your links again uh, and why people should uh, visit your Facebook page and listen to your podcast. Wait, why should they? Yes, why should they? Because we're anarchist beauties, that's why. Good answer. Good answer. No, No, because what makes us beautiful is not necessarily how we look. It's the philosophy of anarchism. Anarchism in itself is beautiful and it should be celebrated. (laughs) Now throw out your links one more time. Uh, Theanarchistbeauties.com. Don't go to that yet. That's not ready. (laughs) Um, Go to Facebook. Find us on there at Anarchist Beauties. You can find us on Twitter at Anarchist Beauty or Anarchist. B-E-A-U-T-1. And you can also that's find the, us on the YouTube. No, the, number, the number one? Yes. You can also find us on YouTube and Odyssey at, at theanarchistbeauties.com. Or the Anarchist Beauties, if I could talk. Holy crap. And you could also send us an email. We can be reached at Gmail with theanarchistbeauties at gmail.com. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. It was a blast, yeah. like always. <laughs> oh, where's the on twice? Well, it's still fun. Well, one of the, yeah, you, one you're of the, saying always know. based on two times. I mean, so we'll, we'll do it again. Flukes. We'll do it again. <laughs> if we do some more crossovers, maybe we'll get like more than ten viewers. So you know, she might. You know what's going to happen, right? Is is her the the podcast is going to blow up, just like her Facebook page, and then she's going to <laughs> platform us at some point in time and give us a boost. Well, yeah, by just mentioning us, we're obviously not going to be on there because there's nothing beautiful going on here. That's... Jason's honorary. Jason's honorary. I'm honorary. <laughs> yeah, there's there's Jason. Okay, there's Jason. No, he's the on, Ray. On, on Ray. On Ray. On Ray. Ah, yes. <laughs> I'm, 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 the, I'm the affirmative French. action hire. <laughs> yeah, he's the diversity hire. I'm the, I'm the okay, not everybody can have a relative that successfully assassinated a president. All right. Shh. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, Kido. 
Love you. Thank you. Love you guys. See you later. Good to meet you. Bye. Good to meet you. Bye. Yeah. So that was interesting. And no, uh, I just saw our viewers just like <laughs> just back, back to your regularly scheduled <laughs> autism. <laughs> uh, Scott, asked where's the patch? You got to put it back to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Scott asked, "What would the opposite of beauties be?" Us, us, us. Yeah, <laughs> us. The, the weaponized autism that is our podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, so shit. we have. I have two articles, and that was it. I didn't have a whole lot of articles. I mean, I have more articles, but you guys know. I mean, I mean, we can just bullshit for ages, so I don't think we're worried about. Uh, no, I, we have, we have, we have a very important article that we have to talk about. We have to talk about Afro Man. Yes. <laughs> I, I was going to talk about it. Afro Man, but then I got high. Do you want some lemon pound cake? Please <laughs> tell me, have any of you actually gone and seen the music videos that he's put out about this whole thing? Yes, they're fantastic. They're absolutely I, I, fantastic. Oh, yeah. I, I saw it a, a couple weeks, a few weeks ago when he's it actually happened and he released it. Yeah. He's got three of them. I, I was going to. But then I got but high. Then got but high. then he got high. <laughs> <laughs> you should sit down with some lemon pound cake. All three of them are very catchy. Amber and I were on our way home the other night, and I put them on. I was like, you got to hear these. And she was humming them for like three days. Yes. Yeah, so uh, singer and rapper Afro Man is being sued by several members of the Adams County Sheriff's <laughs> Office in Ohio after he made music videos using footage from a raid on his home last year. <laughs> Seven. That is that is a fucking king move. <laughs> oh, this this is, is this whoever wrote this article for the Hill. It just oh, they are one thousand percent on his side. Oh, absolutely. All right. So seven members of the Ohio Sheriff's Office filed suit against Joseph Foreman, uh, better known as Afro Man, earlier this month for using their likeness in the videos and social media posts without their consent <laughs> and causing them, quote, embarrassment, ridicule, emotional distress, humiliation, and loss of reputation. See, this uh, it's the world's smallest violin. When I need to play you a duet. I need top hats. Oh. Did somebody feel embarrassed? Like... <laughs> dispute began last August when Adams County Sheriff's Office conducted an armed raid of Foreman's home on suspicion of drug trafficking and kidnapping. However, the raid reportedly failed to turn up any prohibitive criminal evidence. Yet they still stole $400 cash. Uh, 4000 or four thousand, like he yeah. got four hundred back. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Foreman created two music videos. Plus, lemon, it, plus lemon. the one dude stole his his mom's homemade lemon pound cake. Yes, Foreman created two music videos, <laughs> lemon pound cake, and will you help me repair my door? Using surveillance footage and videos taken by his wife of the raid, 
And they also posted images and videos of the officers uh, on various social media platforms. I mean, I I, I understand stealing the four thousand dollars. Okay, I get it. It's four thousand dollars. <laughs> All right. Shell said he had no drugs to sell because, because he, got he got high. high. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand. I understand stealing the four thousand dollars. All right. Like I, I get that. That's that's just par for the course for cops. But you take a motherfucker's mama's pound cake. The fuck is wrong with you? The, uh, the fourth video that he has out there is why are you disconnecting my my video camera. I mean, the, yeah, right? But like the the <laughs> lemon poppy seed. The, no, no, that that is sacrosanct. You, yeah. sir, deserve to burn in hell yes. for all eternity. <laughs> no, you oh. do not steal a man's mama's lemon poppy seed pound cake. Yes, uh, the Go lawsuit watch the video. Argue, it's fantastic. Yeah. The lawsuit argues that the officers' <laughs> personas were used, quote, for commercial purpose to promote his Afro Man brand, to sell products, to promote his music tours, and to make money from the use of plaintiffs' images and videos and other social media. Guess and what? You're fucking cops. And yep, claims you and have... claims the officers are entitled to the profits. That form nope. made off their like You're fucking cops. You, you don't get are, that. Yeah. Yeah. You was, are under it was no reason. Reasonable... in his fucking house. First of all, first Weren't of all, they you're trying in... to claim that they had an expectation of privacy in his house. Yeah, in his shit. house. You have no expectation. <laughs> like, no. no, see, and that's the thing is you have and it is a well established set of jurisprudences. Prudences. Prudences. I don't know. Whatever. But more than one jurisprudence is established that says that police have no reasonable expectation of privacy while engaged in their duties. Number one, number two, they have no reasonable expectation of privacy when in public. And number three, you are in another person's home. Therefore Mm -hmm. you should not have any reasonable expectation of privacy. Yes. Yep. And he, Um, uh, he clearly, because he owns the video system, he owns any footage mm -hmm. captured on that video system. Yeah, and he's and he's able to do with that that footage yeah. as he sees fit. Yeah, and, and and in addition, like there's no right to privacy in public. No, and even though they weren't in public, they were still on mm-hmm. private they, property. They were before they came on his private property. Yep, yes. they were before they came and, on his property. No. And, and once the other on thing is, property, is, like Andrew said, they are with they are also mm-hmm. performing duties as official, you know, yes. actors of the state. Which, so there which, is no reasonable expectation of privacy while in the commission of their duties. And and any footage of them in commission of their duties is considered public domain. That's yeah, correct. And, uh, uh, Supreme Court, I think Supreme Court has ruled that you have a uh, a right to a right to record, right? Yes, yes. you do. To um, record and distribute. Yes. Record and distribute, distribute that footage. Yeah. The distribute yeah, so. part is important because uh, there was somebody who got arrested for Facebook living a traffic stop. Mm-hmm. Because it was a, it was considered a security risk to the officer, and that turned out to be not the case, according to the Supreme Court, where they said, "Sorry, you're in the commission of your duties. You can yeah. expect to be videotaped." Yeah, uh, Foreman vowed uh, to countersue for quote for the unlawful raid, money being stolen, and for the undeniable damage to his, to his family, career, and property. So. Dave, yes. Dave uh, pointed out and said, yeah, homie, that's legal. If you if you are off duty and about maybe, but you're on a f- you're on official uniform capacity on their property. 
dog, you're going to be in a video royalty free. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. No, you, and you I don't love, get. <laughs> I love how much he has monetized the shit out of this. I know. Um, and he's just like, you right guys. Now, as of right now, will you help me repair my door has 4.4 million views on YouTube. <laughs> um, Lemon pound cake has 923,000. And oh. uh, why you disconnecting my video camera has three hundred eighty-seven thousand views. I really, yeah. you know, what I want is I now want a T-shirt that says "Give Afro Man Back His Mama's Lemon Pound Cake," <laughs> with like an image of a lemon pound cake on it, and I will You're... just wear that around. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> a lem- lemon, a lemon pound cake with an Afro patch. That would be yes. <laughs> with an Afro on it. Yeah, that would with be an Afro on it, yeah. and like it, like a joint sticking out of it. There you go. Freaking great. <laughs> I wonder what the value of the pound cake would be in the lawsuit, Schaller says. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot, so, it's priceless. You cannot put you value can, no. on lemon pound cake, man. Especially you if you're not, not, not on mama's, not on mama's lemon pound cake. Because I guarantee yeah. you that shit was made from scratch without a recipe. Nope. It never and with turns love. Out the same twice. With love. And you cannot put a price on love. Yep. So, so it's priceless. But uh, they searched his home with suspicion of drug trafficking and kidnapping, but found no evidence and filed no charges against him. Uh, he says they kicked down his door, broke his video surveillance system, stole money for him, and frightened his family. Ooh, actually, it just occurred to me because Dave mentioned return the cake. No, 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 no. Free the cake. Free the cake. <laughs> Free the cake. Oh, are you kidding me? That cake has already been flushed down the toilet out the asshole. Oh, it's, of it's been freed. pork chop. Yeah. Somewhere there's a guy, there's a cop who goes <laughs> oh, when he breathes, no, who inhaled no that fucking thing. Now you really need to go watch the video because that's exactly the vibe you're going to get. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> yeah. So, so Bo mentions the only pound cake I've had was an MRE accessory. Yes. And that's, I was initially when it's like, what's the value? I was going to be like, oh, like two mains from an MRE. But, uh, <laughs> Seven jalapeno cheese. Yeah, I mean, dude, that shit Ooh, was no, gold. Close. That I mean, that shit was gold on on deployment. Like you, Ooh, you got one of those. All right, I got, I got, I got. No, the lemon poppy seed pound cake. Lemon oh, poppy yeah. seed pound cake. Um, gold. The new, the new one, the the chocolate pound cake one. Ooh, oh, it's fantastic. One. I have not had that one. It's fantastic. That's. That was, that, that was I, I need to find this one though. Yes. I'm not. Yeah. That's, you know. Yes, but uh, uh, four deputies, two sergeants, and one detective. Those, 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 that's the, the seven officers. Yes. Um, uh, and a complaint as, as filed. part of the lawsuit, as part of his compensation for the lawsuit, he should demand that he get the entire list of ingredients his mama used to make that cake so she go. can make him another one. Uh, hold on, hold on. And <laughs> a complaint filed in Ohio in Ohio court last week. They say it's been more difficult and dangerous to carry out their duties, quote, because of comments made and attitudes expressed toward them by members of the public who had seen the video. Good. It's so much more dangerous. Good. We deserve it. We, you we deserve might feel every bad. Fucking bit of that. Every oh. bit. If. Okay, if they words have, they, they have received death threats and suffered quote humiliation, ridicule, mental distress, embarrassment, and loss of reputation. If being embarrassed 
is enough <laughs> to make you feel legitimately threatened, there is no way anyone should oh. ever trust you to carry a gun in the defense of no. anything at all. Because you, you are a weakling and a coward, and you deserve the ridicule you will receive. Every Afro last man, one of them is a fucking coward. Afro man said his immediate reaction to the lawsuit was, quote, a drop of anger, disbelief, and a little anxiety, followed by tons of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> quote, I was thinking these big bad cops are being beat up and bullied by those little corny rap songs I made about them. I'm oh like, my oh my God, are you letting me know that my raps are working on you? Not only that, <laughs> you know what's just occurred to me? He needs to let this go to trial, and then he oh, needs to bring yes. in his own video crew, yes. and then record it and make more music videos of yes. them crying on the stand about how embarrassed and, and ridiculed they feel. Like, yes. and just make a song that's like a remix, like audio remix of them, their testimonies on the stand. Like, just that. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. Because uh, he got high after they left, Shell says in the chat. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, a copy of the warrant obtained uh, by a Cincinnati Fox affiliate will alleges that they were drugs, drug paraphernalia, money, weapons associated with drug trafficking and kidnapping. Afro-Man told NPR that he had no idea where the kidnapping accusation come from, and he had nothing more in his house than the ends of a few blunts and unused pipes made for him by fans. Uh, in a Wednesday post, he accused a, quote, racist judge of signing a fictitious false warrant. Have you seen pictures of what the judge looks like? Yes. He yes. looks like I, he belongs with a hood on. I agree with that completely, yes. Uh, Afroman was out of town on the day of the raid, but his ex-wife and kids, then 10 and 12, lived nearby and came over when they saw police presence. She recorded parts of the raid on her phone while other scenes were captured by security video cameras around the house. No charges came from the search. But that wasn't the end of the story. Afroman said he had to repair his door, an external gate, and his security wiring system, which cost him nearly twenty thousand dollars. Yep, yeah, he'd be also, suing them. Holy he also, shit! He also accuses <laughs> police of stealing from him. The officers has confiscated more than five thousand dollars in cash during the raid, which Afroman says were earnings from performances. It was eventually returned to him, but with four hundred dollars missing. Just last month, an investigation concluded that deputies had. Miscounted the original amount. It claimed oh. that Afro Man continues uh, to dispute. Miscounted, miscounted, which means which means that you were fully intending on just keeping that shit. Yep. So you didn't worry about how much was actually there, which means the chances are probably pretty good that somebody just pocketed four hundred dollars of his fucking money. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to keep a straight face. Hold on, dude. There's no, there's no way to keep a straight face with this. Okay, it's just too goddamn funny. Professional, professional. She's Afro gone. Man, it's okay. Afroman released an album called "Lemon Pound Cake" just last month. Two of its songs <laughs> reference the raid and include home footage and their music videos. One of the songs is the title track, inspired by a moment during the raid when an officer walked into the kitchen with his gun drawn broke his focus to look down at the cake dish on the counter. It, it tells the story to the tune of the drifters under the boardwalk. Quote, Mama's lemon pound cake, it tastes so nice, it made the sheriff want to put down his gun and cut him a slice. 
aforementioned sings at one point before comparing the officer to Family Guy's Peter Griffin. <laughs> Afro-Man's online merchandise store peddles sweatshirts uh, and t-shirts showing Griffin and a large lemon pound cake surrounded by black and white images of the officer from the video with the name Afro-Man and quote officer pound cake I need one of those if somebody would like to send me one I wear a 2x i.e. size fat fuck and uh <laughs> I want one so bad. So bad. Oh, man. Oh, yes. That's... <laughs> yeah, so here's, enough, here's another quick insight, though, called... from Dave in the yeah. chat. Um, he said, we had to count inmates' money on camera, write it down, then get another officer to count the money and write it down. Both numbers had to be seen by the sergeant and match before the money could be bagged, sealed, signed, and given to booking to be placed on the books, which means there is no way they miscounted it. Yep. Which means somebody pocketed four bills somebody pocketed, and walked off. Yep, $400. <laughs> and his mama's pound cake! <laughs> I ain't worried about the money, and I don't think he's all that worried about the money. It's about the pound cake. Oh, Jesus, look at that fat fuck. Porky pig. My God. You don't even need to run away from that cop. You can just walk briskly. Like You don't even need to walk briskly. What's, what's funny is he looks down at the cake, looks up at the camera, like dead shot at the camera, down at the cake again, up at the camera, down at the cake again, like, can I get away with this? Can I get away with eating this cake? <laughs> you monster. You ate like a man's mama's pound cake. Three or four times. <laughs> Yep, he makes direct eye contact several times, and he's like, but I, I really want some. Think of it like a dog, and you're holding food up, and it's like looking yeah. at the food, looking at you, looking at the food, look at you, look at you. And it's just, it can't make up its mind if it should, like, lunge at you to get it, or, yeah, that that's exactly the look on this cop's face. <laughs> <laughs> he says it's only led to more exposure and opportunities. Afro man said he's getting calls from people he hasn't heard from in years, or at least since a few months ago when the raid happened. Quote, these guys are once again making me a bigger star. I don't want to pay these guys nothing, but worst case scenario, if I had to pay them off of publicity and fame they gave me, it might just be fair to shuffle them a few coins. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, yeah, bro, I'll throw you a few. Like, <laughs> oh, after Officer Porky Officer... stole the pound cake because he got, got he got a contact. contact. <laughs> Officer Porky stole the pound cake because he got a contact high. <laughs> he didn't even need a contact high. You see that motherfucker? Pound cake is pound cake, bro. I'm just saying. Also, yes, I I mean I won't begrudge a motherfucker for being like, but there's pound cake. There's pound cake. Like, yeah, I get it. I mean, I'm not saying it was right. I get Especially it. Especially if it's Mama's right. homemade pound cake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get it. But mm -hmm. that's not okay. You don't. You don't touch another man's pound cake. That that ain't okay. Yeah. You don't Especially do that. His Mama's pound cake. Come on. Yeah. No, you don't do that. I mean, I get I just, why you I would just want imagine to. Imagine that cop is like Cartman when he's the cop, and he's like, "Oh, Mom, let me get some pound cake." Let me get some <laughs> <pound> cake. <laughs> Down yeah, on the floor, perpetrators. At is that 
Is that pound cake? Is that pound cake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, in one of those, uh, in one of the videos, it, it's the, would you help me repair my door? He talks about, um, did you have to traumatize my kids? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As one of the verses. And it's, that's all the, and that's the entire verse is he just repeats that. Did you have to traumatize my kids? Yeah. And it shows them bat- bashing his front door down. Yeah, I mean, think about how children, I mean, that's the thing with no-knock raids, right, and why so many people oppose them on, on even on both sides of the aisle. Anarchists oppose them, libertarians oppose them, even, like, fucking socialists oppose them. Like, almost anybody with even a single firing brain cell understands that no-knock raids are bad and are wrong and are contrary to the Bill of Rights. Yes. Mm-hmm. Except... The people who are in law now, enforcement. I, I I will admit, I will admit that I can at least in my mind I can I can see a justification for no knock raids on occasion, right? Dangerous criminals. I mean dangerous. dangerous if you criminals. if you I'm, have I, I was gonna say if you have I, absolute I understand, proof that they are absolutely yeah. a danger. Yeah. I, I understand that. I, I, I can at least I don't want to say justify it because that's not the right word. But Sympathize I can, with I, the idea. I can understand the justification for it. But no knock rage for cannabis is insane. It's absolutely ridiculous. Well, it's it's ridiculous. And it's, I mean, the whole reason why, like, I mean, that's the thing is like, but how many times, how many times do no knock raids get done against legitimate, actually dangerous to yeah. others? Not Virtually to never criminals virtually never no, so the, the whole premise the, and and like justification by no knock raids by by law enforcement is strictly for drugs it's like oh they're gonna flush the drugs if they hear us coming yeah the, yeah it's about it's that, about containing evidence it's not justification. about yeah turn the water it's off. yeah because the thing is like really, look if there's turn if the water up there's a sewer shut off you can shut the sewer off so if they well, flush not even, it, it gets stuck i mean you know and that's if the thing that is like about it if there are truly <laughs> exigent <laughs> circumstances right where there's you actually have a reason to believe mm-hmm. a, a current reason to believe that mm-hmm. the life of a person may be in danger if you do not come into this place all at once. That maybe right? maybe that's why the, the kidnapping thing. Is right. That's why they threw. Right. Kidna- I, I can almost guarantee it. But yeah. so if you really have that belief, right, that that's the thing, it's not going to be a no knock raid anyway, because there's no way for you to legitimately have that belief without doing a whole bunch of surveillance without you yeah. know monitoring it or without there being like an active crime in progress occurring yeah in that instance right like if there are two cops standing outside a door and they hear a man threatening to kill a woman on the other side of the door kick yes. in the fucking door and do something about it i'm fine with that right i'm not going to complain about that i i fully support although that. they don't have a obligation to they don't, and they, they don't, probably they, won't. No, yeah. but that will stop, be a stop you from where we stop understand. you from going in there too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But well, I mean, man. like in that in that situation, I can understand where you'd be like, "Well, I couldn't knock because if I knock, yeah, he might just kill her." Right? Yeah, I need yeah, to just yeah. get in there and I need to do something. Okay, fine. But we're not talking about those situations, are we? We're not talking about no. where there's active existing exigent circumstances, right? We're talking about situations where they are generally just going, well, they're going to flush drugs if we knock. So 
we have to go in all at once. Yeah, i.e. Yeah. Brianna Taylor, Duncan Limp. Most well, they're going to destroy evidence because yep. that's the vast majority. Vast, 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 vast. In fact, it's something like I think I read like it's something like 97 percent of all no knock yeah. raids yeah. annually are done, are, are authorized for the purposes of preventing the destruction of evidence. They're not something to preserve like, um, life and limb. 40,000, 40, 40, no knock raids a year or something like that. Yeah, and like 97% of them are just to keep them from flushing the drugs or destroying the evidence. They have nothing to do with actually protecting anybody. And look at how much and, bad they do and zero good. Like, and that it's was just an not exponential hike from like the 90s. Like, no knock raids were almost not a thing in like the early, mm-hmm. in the 80s and early 90s. And then all of a sudden just went. And just crept the fuck up like crazy. And how many how many people's lives could be saved by you simply knocking on the door and going, hey, we're the police. We're here for a raid. I need you to open the door and then come out with your hands on the back of your head. Okay. And then you do it and they go, oops, wrong address. Or they go, oops, I guess there wasn't or, anything here. Never or mind. Or they do good fucking police work. They sit to do a fucking stakeout. They wait until they leave, follow them to a place that's open and fucking pull them over for a traffic stop and do your thing there. Which is what they should have yeah, done. The house. I was just, yeah, yeah Jason, I was just going to say that. Yeah, exactly. Waco. They, they, had, they had hundreds of opportunities at Waco to take David Crush in a safe, intelligent manner, doing good police work, and they chose and, not to. And the same in fucking Ruby Ridge. I wouldn't yeah. even say that they necessarily chose. They did stop they him on the side of the road. They did stop Randy yeah. Weaver on the side of the road. Yeah. You know, so I don't want to. I don't want to talk about CBDs or C- CBDCs. CBDCs. Central <laughs> Bank Digital Currencies. I want to talk about this one at Idaho. Uh, drug sniffing dog put paws on a man's car. I hate Supreme- right about this. Is I know Supreme Court says he <laughs> trespassed. I love this. Yeah, so, uh, yeah this I- is this is glorious. Idaho Supreme Court has vacated a mountain home man's conviction for felony drug possession and delivery after it ruled that a police drug sniffing dog trespassed and conducted an illegal search by putting his paws on the vehicle, prompting the prompting the search that led to his arrest. Um, let's see. The court issued the decision Monday with three of the five judges in agreement and two dissenting. Uh, the case centered on a 2019 arrest of Kirby Dorf. According to the court documents, the officer said Dorf was stopped by a patrol officer in Mountain Home after Dorf drove across lanes of traffic without using a signal. A second officer arrived with a police canine named Nero, who was trained to detect illicit drugs. While Dorf explained to the first officer that he didn't have a valid driver's license or proof of insurance on the vehicle, Nero began sniffing around the car. Police body camera footage showed the dog jump up against the car multiple times, including once where his paws rested on the driver's side door and window as he sniffed the, quote, upper seams of the car. Police searched Dorf's vehicle based on the dogs alerting them to the presence of drugs, uh, the handler said. The officers found a pill bottle, folded papers, and a baggie that contained a white substance that testing later confirmed as meth. According to the court documents, the vehicle's passenger told police Dorf had shown them a baggie of meth at the motel room they were sharing. Court filings say that when police searched the room, they found 19 grams of meth and additional drug paraphernalia. 
I mean, meth is bad. Don't get yeah, me meth wrong. Is, meth is bad. Don't do, don't do meth, meth is terrible. Don't do meth. Yes. Uh, Dorf was charged with felony delivery and possession of a controlled substance and misdemeanor drug paraphernalia possession. Uh, charges, he argued, stemmed from Nero trespassing on his vehicle. Dorf's attorney submitted a motion to suppress and exclude the evidence from the case, which Ada County District Judge rejected. Dorf pleaded guilty on the condition that he could appeal the denial on his motion to suppress evidence. In June 2020, he appealed to the Idaho Supreme Court. It didn't go the way the cops thought it would. Yes. Uh, Justice, no, it did not. Justice Robin Brody, in the majority opinion, wrote that justices weighed whether the dog's intrusion on the exterior of Dorf's vehicle constituted trespassing as it would have if the dog entered the interior of the vehicle. Ultimately, Brody wrote she and Justices John John Stinger and Colleen Zahn agreed that the exterior of the vehicle is protected by the Fourth Amendment, which protects against unlawful searches. They said the drug-sniffing dog intermeddled with Dwarf's, Dwarf's personal effects by jumping up on the car. Yep, because it's, there was no, no evidence. It's no different than somebody being charged with trespass for climbing mm-hmm. up the outside of your house. Yeah. Uh, yep, inter- the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quote, intermeddling is the difference between someone who brushed up against your purse while walking by and someone who, without permission or consent, rests their hand on your purse and puts their fingers into your purse uh, before your eyes or behind your back. Yeah, that's yep. the dog interfered with his property. Yes. Yes. Which is just a trip to read. Yes. Uh, According to the majority opinion, it doesn't matter that the unlawful search included the exterior of Dorf's property or was performed by a drug-sniffing dog. Quote, there's no asterisk to the Fourth Amendment exercising, or there's no asterisk to the Fourth Amendment excusing the unconstitutional acts of law enforcement when they are accomplished by means of a trained dog. That's a, according to because Brody. The dog is considered a, a, an officer, so yes. Yep. If, yeah, if, if you if shoot you, a police dog, it's considered yeah, a strike dog. dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, so the, therefore, they are held to the same standard as a human. You, and you mean that you mean virtually no standards in most cases? Well, virtually no standards in most cases. Yes, but it's the same thing. Like what they're essentially saying is, it's the same thing as if a cop walked up to your car and then sat on the hood. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Not much difference there. Um, the justices vacated Dorf's conviction and reversed the Ada County judge's denial of his motion to suppress evidence. Now the case returns to a district court to proceed with the motion to suppress in place. Two justices, Greg Muller and Chief Justice Richard Bevan, wrote dissenting opinions. Muller disagreed with the idea that Nero placing his pawns on Dorf's vehicle constitutes an illegal search. Mueller said the majority's decision returns to the court to, quote, murky and uncertain legal waters. Well, now there's jurisprudence that says somewhere in the country, the dog doing that violates, you know, his personal property. Yes. So Um, the reason that's going to make it very interesting as more people start, you know, referencing um, that case yep because yep. yeah because now the the canine officers are going to have to keep the dogs off of the cars yes right. which they, they should be trying to in the first place oh yeah are you kidding me if i had if i had a police dog 
put their fucking claws on the paint job of my car. (laughs) Yeah. If do the, you if know? A dog tried to do that to my truck. They just go through the paint, through, oh. through the rusty if, paint, anyway. So. If if a police dog tried to do that to my car, do you know the news story that you would be watching? <laughs> Brandon, Brady following Ohio. that. Oh. <laughs> uh, because I saw red. Because I saw red. I saw yeah, red. like oh oh oh, is this an officer? This is an officer. Good. <laughs> Like <laughs> that, is, that is a separate opinion reiterated his view from an earlier case that a drug sniffing dog's canine instincts aren't the same as as intentional police intrusion for justices to equate a drug sniffing dog quote instinctively jumping on the exterior of a car to a government agent placing a tracking device on a vehicle quote stretches logic beyond the breaking point of reasonableness. <laughs> Shaller, cat Drew, you're so full of it. You'd end up keeping the dog. No, I wouldn't. I've encountered police dogs. I know how those fuckers are. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that rabid dogs should be put down immediately and without mercy. Randenburg v. Ohio, 1969. He said rabid. He said rabid. Rabid Rabid dogs. He did not say police dogs. He said rabid dogs. Rabid dogs. So, all right, I just had to bring that up because I didn't want to talk about. I believe CBD members too. of the sus gang should be put down rapidly without mercy, too, but you know. I am sus. <laughs> We're all sus. I've been told I'm sus recently, multiple times. Shit, fucking Chris brought up that I used to be a fat, or no, that was uh, Josh brought up. I was a fat. No, that was me. Oh, that was no, you. That was okay. Chris. That was me. Yeah, all right. Come on, man. Andrew, that's the pot calling the kettle black. Well, it is. Yeah, you were a fed, too. (laughs) Bite me. (laughs) But I I was never an agency person, all right? (laughs) I don't think that makes a difference. If you work for the federal government, you work for the federal fucking government. You're all fed. It doesn't matter who you work for. According to we're all, media, we're you all both were media. agents of the state equally. Well, not equally, but both agents I was of the say, state. Not equally. Sure as fuck ain't equally. <laughs> God, Dave just sent me another picture. Uh oh. Yeah, he said we couldn't end it until he sent us a sketch. So, oh Lord. Return the cake. Dude, put a pick in it. Put a pick in the top right there. And yes. <laughs> We ain't found. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, Bo, that's because they intentionally oh, tell the dogs to hit on your vehicle. Yeah, the most of the time, uh, Nevada. It was, it was proven in Nevada that Nevada Highway Patrol trains their dogs to hit regardless. Yes. Well, they've. I mean, over and over again, it's been demonstrated that in court. Mm-hmm. The yep. drug dogs don't hit because they actually hit. They hit because their handlers expect them to hit. Yep. yep. And they, want they get treat. a treat. They want the treat. Yep. 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 So. They get praise and treat. And that's what, that's how they respond. <laughs> all right. Yes. I don't have anything so else. You guys. They will always hit. I don't have anything else. Um, you're all aware of the, the debacle with Forrest mommy getting doxxed on Twitter. I know. You yeah. Know. That, oh, that, that saga. That did, not, that did not turn out the way he wanted it to. No, it no it's also it resulting fantastic. in a lawsuit from uh, Cerebral. The guy that was in the video with Forrest Mommy, 
yep. he was also doxxed and he never got an apology and never got removed. So they are looking into a lawsuit, cease and desist letter, all that fun stuff too. Um, for those that do watch and listen to us that aren't on Twitter, uh, Forrest Mommy is here in Colorado with me. Um, um, she's actually running for council for Avada um, and a Denver local nine reporter doxed her releasing all of her personal information address, which was Mr. Forrest Mommy's, not hers. Uh, phone number, email address, all that fun stuff. And yeah, it kind of backfired because she mm-hmm. ended up getting all sorts of national recognition from other Twitter uh, people. Well, and the, the LP said that they were going to start supporting her run for city council and yep. Yep. <laughs> all this Not other that, stuff. You had the Hodge twins that shared her story out there. Yep. Yeah. He, he actually he ended really up deleting in. the original tweet completely, but <laughs> you know the internet hilarious. never forgets. And then, a, well, and then no. a half, and then a half-assed apology, which tried to yeah. make him into the victim. Yeah, yeah half-assed was, apology was that was like, so but she upset. mentioned my dad's death, which and? her producer came out and sent, and and posted the video yep. like a minute before and a minute after, including that clip, and they nowhere in there mentioned mm-hmm. his name or his dad. Yep, he, yep. The cerebral guy, the guy that was on the video with her, was saying it in a hypothetical fashion for his own personal opinion. Yep. Yep. Yeah, she didn't even so, say it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was crazy, and it's still it's still ongoing. He's still, I guess, he texts her. He's he has uh you know he has sock accounts that he's like stalking her on and shit, and he's still <laughs> saying shit. There's. Of course, it's 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 hilarious. Yeah, he's going he's on, a journalist. But... He's a journalist. He's unscrupulous. Yeah. yeah. Well, no I mean, I which is why I posted my the, I broke out my my good old reliable the <laughs> Captain America. I want you to do your part, cyber bully journalists and every available yep. opportunity. Cyber bully journalists, cyber bully politicians. If anybody's interested in that, she has she's she's starting to raise her money for her campaign and stuff like that. She's pretty based, even though she is LP. We don't hold yeah, that against. She's uh, was <laughs> running for... after she's done running before we you know try to bring her on. She's running in uh, Arvada, right? Arvada City Council. Arvada yeah. City Council, the city that the the police department that killed. Uh, that's Johnny yeah, and that that was yep. the big thing. Yeah, that was the big thing, and that that's her platform. That's yeah. her big platform is is on uh, police reform. Um, she also got in touch because she's in the same county as Wicked Witch of the West on TikTok that's having the big fight with Jefferson County over nice. her land. So they got linked up. They're going to be talking. Um, I know we were trying to get her on. Yeah, she, yeah, she didn't do it because we have an anarchist. Podcast. Yeah, she what yeah. what she told me when I talked to her was I'm already being mislabeled as a far right wing extremist, and so being on your show is probably not going to help that. No, and, that's why I said well, we'll, we'll wait she, until after the campaign. Slowly, yeah, over. yeah, because she's slowly gonna she's gonna talk to uh, Carrie Ann over at the LP in Colorado. Karen, Karen Ann Harlow. She's, yeah, she's very interested in, in the Liberty Party, Libertarian Party in Colorado now. So. She's drifting that direction, so maybe she will come back around and we'll be able to have her on the show as well. Oh, it would be nice. nice. Right, on that, cool. that, throw out some links. Let's get out of here before no. the uh, two hours I'm, is up. I'm, a, I'm apparently it, supposed to tell everyone that the 25-year-old big boob blonde says hi. Um, 
Sasha oh. was like, make sure okay. that you tell everybody I say hi. So I, hi, I, hi, I'm Sasha. telling everyone. Yeah. Okay. Kids uh, or didn't happen. To, I mean, <laughs> fuck. You know, you, you know, my kids are 23, right? Just saying. What's your point? I'm and? fucking old. I'm it, old. You're making if me you like even, coffee, you're if making you like me feel tea, even older. Like yeah. If you like coffee, you like tea, you like cocoa. Check out the link in the description down below, and uh, you know you help support the channel. You help support me, and maybe one of these days we'll actually be able to stream, not just on this accursed platform called YouTube, but also on Rumble at the same time. That's all I got. Go for it, Andrew. Okay, so buy Derek's book, Think for Yourself, a thinking workbook for beginners. I was going to ask Luna if she was using that when she mentioned workbooks, but no. Um, yeah, so uh, Think for Yourself, thinking workbook for beginners. It's available on Amazon. It's like 10 bucks. Uh, you owe it to yourself to use it. Use it with your kids. It's super awesome, super valuable. It's about critical thinking, and uh, you should learn how to critical think. You, you should the use the book before you leave a review. You actually yes. use the book before you leave a review? <laughs> yeah, please, for the love of God, use the book before you leave a review. Uh, yes. There are a lot of reviews that people clearly didn't use the book. Um also, if you uh, want to care for your beard like I do, uh, like a Viking, you're going to go to thebeardstruggle.com. Use code inkdanarchist 15 to get 15% off. They have all sorts of cool stuff. They have all sorts of cool new scents. They have all sorts of new additional uh, um, like kits that they're selling now that are super cool. They even have stuff for the ladies, uh, not for their beards. You're, you know that they're not dwarves. The important thing is that they have cool scents and they're awesome. I personally really prefer Odin's Virtue, which is one of their gold scents. It smells like apples and cinnamon and oud wood, and it's fantastic. Um, also, make sure that you check out RK Spookware. We're an affiliate. Use the affiliate link on our link tree uh, and get you stuff know, if you, you need what they, what they sell. Um, also, uh, check out, um, Reaper brand apparel company. They're super fantastic. They're an awesome company. They do uh, great work. Uh, the, the guy who runs it super awesome. Uh, he does a, uh, 10 day broken, not defeated challenge that you should definitely take if you're struggling in your life. And it's just super awesome. And I love it. Um, <laughs> thanks shells. Uh, I do not need, I drink monster, but anyway, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what the XL cans of monster. Are for. He's going to, um, you know, he's going to be going to town one of these days and because he drinks monster, all of a sudden he's going to double over and paint ah kidney stones. Nah, that ain't going to happen. Plus, plus I got, I, I, I have my midlife crisis car for, for that. Anyway, midlife um, crisis car, midlife, cri midlife crisis, girlfriend, midlife crisis. What else you got? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm trying to do promos here, bro. Uh, so Reaper brand apparel, check them out. They're super awesome. Their designs are great and we love them and you should love them too. And you should check it out and use the link tree link. Uh, and you get 15% off. If you don't want to use link tree link and just check them out, use inked anarchist 10 and you get 10% off. Um, uh, check out Dave at Poppins Patches. He makes fantastic quality patches. They're super yep. nice. They're super durable. Yeah. Even though he made a patch of the worst single day of my life. <laughs> Thanks, Josh, for showing everyone again. Uh... <laughs> oh, speaking of Dave, did you see the comment earlier in the chat where he put up the box in the eagle? Yes, I did, and I ignored it intentionally. Uh, <laughs> so... Make sure you check him out. He's got really good patches. They're really high quality. They're awesome, and they're reasonably priced, and they will uh, kick you in the nostalgia button pretty hard. 
Um, oh, your, check uh, out windshield uh, eagle patch. Yeah, check out uh, Lions Not Sheep. I'm an also an affiliate of theirs. That link should also be in the link tree. If you use that link, you get to support me, get a discount, and you get some cool stuff. I love Lions Not Sheep, especially their free man t-shirt. It is super awesome. It makes a simple statement. Free man. That's it. That's all you need to say. Super great. Check them out. You'll love them. I'm pretty sure that's everybody. I could be wrong. I might have missed somebody. Check out. What Crystal or what Luna's doing uh, with Anarchist Beauties, um, I think it is needed in our circles. And I yes. am really, really looking forward to what they're building. Um, I've seen that. I've been on the inside of that a little bit. And uh, I think it's it's going to be fantastic. Yep. I, right. I think I'm going to start pushing my uh, my oldest over that direction. So. Yep. All right. You guys got anything else? I got nothing. Nope. Good. All right. We'll nope. catch you on the next one. I'm good. Peace. Peace. See